Morning, Cameron. Morning. How are you doing? Not too bad. Uh, you about ready to begin? Absolutely. All right. So I just sent you an email. Uh, if you're recording from your end, I'd like a copy as well so I can compare the audio quality. Sure, yeah, no problem. All right. So with the recent SERB uh, and that versus ODSP, can you tell me a little bit about what those on ODSP might expect in terms of taxes should they accept the funding? Uh, it's pretty straightforward, really. Uh, firstly, once a person, uh, in order for a person to uh, uh, receive EI or necessarily SERB, because now you can only get SERB if you apply for EI payments, uh, of course you have to have been working a certain number of hours or dollars over a certain period of time. But for those uh, who are on ODSP and working and reporting it every month, of course uh, they have a an adjusted offset against ODSP benefits. That's all uh, standard procedure. So when a person applies for CERB, which is a fixed 2000 a month for a certain number of months, uh, it's treated as employment income by ODSP, uh, which is a good thing because otherwise it's uh, usually, uh, for example, employment insurance payments are offset dollar for dollar. Uh, CERB thankfully is being treated as employment income and you only lose 50 cents for every dollar. So this is advantageous. So basically if a person receives 2000 a month CERB, they lose a thousand ODSP. If they were pre previously receiving 1169 standard uh, maximum, simple maximum amount, well, then they'll still receive 169 and uh, drug and dental and all those things. And uh, the, the ODSP stub uh, some months back started to have it printed on it. CERB will be deducted the following month. So there may well be some slippage. Uh, some people um, may find that they're, you know, they, they received the full amount of CERB each month and uh, ODSP had some slippage and they haven't deducted an equivalent amount. So, for example, it wouldn't be uh, inconceivable <coughs> inconceivable to see that um, someone could easily have a $1,000 overpayment just due to slippage. Uh, what will happen is uh, that overpayment will be put on their uh, monthly check, their stub, and uh, their benefits will be decreased by 5% or approximately $50 a month for something like 20 months until the uh, $1,000 overpayment is recovered. Uh, the CERB itself uh, is being reported as income, and it'll be treated as income. So uh, if you were uh, employed in 2020 for January, February, March, um, you had that income. Uh, then you have CERB income of 2000 a month for, let's say, six months. Uh, that means that if you don't work any, if you don't have any other income for the balance of the year, if, if CERB ends and you don't go back to work, which well, hope, hopefully one will, but then you'll have approximately, for example, $13,000 of income. Well, the personal tax credit for every individual for 2020 is 13229 So the first 13229 that every Canadian working or receiving taxable income uh, receives is not taxed. It's not very much, you can't live on it. I have no idea why it's that amount. So, 
it was just increased from last year more than more than inflation which is nice uh, and then if a person also happens to qualify for the disability tax credit which is another 8400 approximately then a further 8400 also would not be taxed so this is approximately 21000 21005 sex uh, that would not be taxed a person on ODSP or any person uh, would have to have income from all sources, employment, investment, whatever, uh, of greater than either the basic amount, 13229 or approximately 21600 before there's any tax uh, owing. Now, of course, if you're employed, uh, the employer is obliged to withhold a certain amount of money and remit it to the government every month. So you may well every year get money back. I would think a lot of people do because ODSP is a social benefit uh, that is not taxable and it's stripped down on your tax return on the first page, second page. So in all this, it sounds like uh, with the CERB tax policy, they took into consideration the disability community and so much as even if people do return to work, they might not have a lot of income, as many people with disabilities do require the augment of uh, ODSP. Well, uh, uh, people who, who work uh, part-time, full-time, and don't make much money, including people on ODSP, um, typically wouldn't pay tax. I mean, if you, if you make $1,000 a month at your job, you're not going to pay any tax. There will be withholdings and remittances by the employer, typically, but you'll get it all back the following year when you file your taxes tax return. So have there been any complications as far as uh, people on ODSP actually getting the CERB benefits that you're aware of? No, no, it's been seamless. And a person who said that they qualified for for EI coverage because they were working and the required number of dollars had been earned over the given period. Um, when they went to apply for EI, they were channeled into CERB, which in most of these cases for the people on ODSP, the amount that they would have received for EI is not $2,000. It's far less. It would be a pittance because it's a percentage of what they were making rather than more than they were making in most cases. So. Um, do you know offhand if things like RDSPs uh, will still receive the matching that they would in, in other years, given the circumstances? Certainly, no question. And maybe this is the year that the person on ODSP makes their own contribution of 1500 rather than their parents. So what do you see coming out of all this? Do you think uh, tax season arrives, everything will be straightforward for the disability community? Well, what I'd like to uh, bring to everyone's attention uh, is something that they may not have made use of, their parents may not have made use of, and that is the uh, Community Volunteer Tax Filing uh, Program. There's a a free volunteer uh, tax filing program. I won't save you very much. I mean, if you you have your taxes done by H&R Block or some other filer like that, these are not complicated returns. Um, so it's going to cost you what, between 60 and perhaps $100 a year? 
but there is a community volunteer program that uh, will do it for free. Now you might have to go to some community center or wherever the volunteer uh, organization is put together. Uh, but um, from time to time, uh, we'll do back filing of taxes for, uh, for the children of clients. Um, if you don't actually have to pay taxes, you don't actually have to pay, sorry, you don't actually have to file income tax. That of course means that uh, Normally, you would have received some kind of small rebates, uh, you know, green, uh, green rebates and HST rebates and uh, perhaps some rental amount, you know. Um, so even just filing, you'll normally get back because a person is in such a low tax bracket or a zero tax bracket, uh, the social transfers to them are a positive amount. So you're going to get back more than it costs you to file. Uh, plus, you have to file in order for the, the, the government, federal government, to know what your income is, that it's consistently low, so that you continue to get the bonds and the grants, uh, full grants, on your RDSP contributions. If you don't contribute, they don't know how technically how much your income is, so you don't get the grants and bonds because you haven't filed. So there are cases where we do, you know, 10 years back filing, uh, just to tidy everything up, because previously, the child was not not approved for the disability credit and couldn't then have an RDSP. Uh, we get them approved. Uh, we transfer the credit to the parent, tax-paying parent. Uh, we recapture about $16,000 for the tax-paying parent. Uh, they then save about $1,600 a year going forward, which uh, funds the $1,500 contribution to the RDSP. But, of course, you have to have filed the child's return because if they paid taxes, which they don't, uh, then they would have to use the disability credit first. So you have to file their taxes, which you might not have otherwise filed, perhaps, in order to make sure that uh, it's clear that their, their income is not taxable so that it can be transferred to the taxpaying parent and so that the maximum grants and bonds in their RDSP are received. Uh, so, you know, uh, for those people who somehow feel stymied or they think that, that they'll have to ante up money to do their tax filings, uh, they should keep in mind that, firstly, you can get it done free. And then, secondly, you're going to get back more than it costs you to do it. You just have to talk to the tax filer. They'll know and say, look, you know, when I get my money back, I'll pay you. Right. Thank you for taking the time out to do this. But if you can stay on the line for a sec, that'd be great. I'm happy to. Thank you.